Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Great Redeemer, God of all right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my basement, and I promise you it is coming. The Junction, uh, actually, I go to a preview tomorrow, depending on when you hear this. Uh, thank you, Corey, for my introduction. Um, I'm actually just going to go ahead and kick it right over to a, a friend that I just made here uh, probably uh, five minutes ago. <laughs> We've gotten to know each other a little bit. Um, Jessica, please introduce yourself and let everybody know a little bit about you. Yeah, um, my name is Jessica Schmidt. I am a trainee with a professional ballet company here in Columbus currently. And I also started a business, Mindful Ontogeny. Um, we do personal development and mindset coaching for individuals and teams, organizations, companies. Um, I do some motivational speaking and we also offer academic tutoring that incorporates a lot of mindset principles. Um, yeah. So that's you. That's me. That's you. Well, I, I let, let me start by saying that you and I met um, through LinkedIn. And um, I, I have to say, I don't spend a ton of time on LinkedIn. Um, I'm still trying to kind of find my way on there. But but you've been huge support to me um, that we met as as quote unquote friends on social media, which is the, the beauty of the platform of social media. Yeah. There's so much bad out there, but but that's one of the good things. And so uh, you have utilized that to make connections. And I'm so thankful for our connection and that, that we got a chance mm -hmm. to meet because I want to um, support you however I can. So that just so everybody knows our connecting point, it was through LinkedIn. So yeah, anybody listening as a business, um, new business, uh, anybody new starting out, anybody that's been in the business, get on LinkedIn because there's a lot of good happening there and it's not your parents' Facebook. So, <laughs> no, absolutely. It's great. I mean, I literally was just like looking up like coaches and teachers, just people in the area and just connecting. And it's crazy the amount of people who are just willing to have conversations with you and just reach out. And even if you know you don't necessarily have a conversation, just saying, like, hey, like, I think what you're doing is great. Like, it's just a really great community on there. So definitely if you're, even if you're not in a business, get on LinkedIn. It's a great place to meet people. Awesome. So, so tell us your story. Where, where did it all start? Um, I know, I yeah. know you have a dance careers that, which has led to your business. Yeah. So let's start with when, let's just tell your, tell us your story and then we, we will go from there. Cause I think we have a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, I'll, I guess I'll start, like, I'll do a kind of nutshell of my dance career and do a little bit more about the business right here. But, um, so I started dancing when I was three. Um, my parents, I was that kid who was like running around the house, singing, dancing, loved Disney princesses, all of that super active. And my parents like, well, we'll throw her in ballet. Let's see, see what happens. Um, they had no idea what they were getting themselves into. I didn't either. Um, I didn't actually start out as like a super committed dancer. It wasn't like I started my first class and was like, I want to be a dancer forever. Like it was just a fun hobby for me. Um, but then around third grade, I, I kind of realized like I had a talent and I really, really enjoyed doing it. And my parents were like, you know, if you want, if you want to go after this, like you got to be committed, you got to go after it and we'll support you in any way we can. We'll do everything, everything we can. And so, um, yeah, I ended up dancing at a studio an hour away from home. I was up there all the time, um, driving back and forth, dancing, um, I ended up leaving home at 17, 
um, did my senior year online and to join a trainee program with a professional company. And that's kind of led me to where I am now in my career. Um, and so the business, it started actually last year during quarantine um, with everything going on with COVID and how kids were having to switch to virtual learning and education. Um, I always did really well in school and I was that kid who like my peers would come up and be like, how do you do this? Like, I didn't understand the teacher. Can you explain it to me? And so I was like, you know, I might be able to add some value here and really help kids go through this really challenging time. So I started the business as a tutoring business. And then as I myself kind of dove into personal development, um, which to tie it back into dance, um, when I was a dancer, I struggled with some confidence and some um, self-image things. And I just kind of realized like I needed to change my mindset if I was going to be successful. And so that's how I, I fell into personal development. And the more I was learning and doing workshops and reading, I was like, more people need to know this because I didn't know it before I really dove in. And I just kind of noticed like my peers and people around me, they just, they just didn't have these concepts, they didn't have these ideas. And it, I, it's so vital to success and to happiness and fulfillment and all of that. And I was like, you know, I have this vehicle of this business, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it so I can spread this because um, it's so important. And then, so I created like the coaching. I do personal coaching now, mindset coaching. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw in motivational speaking too, because my dance journey is full of like, it's full of successes, but it also has a lot of failures, mm -hmm. a lot of comebacks, perseverance, all of that. And I was like, I might really be able to relate to somebody, especially youth athletes. Um, cause like I said, I'm still pursuing my professional career. So I'm going through exactly what they're going through right now, striving for a goal. I'm in it with them. And I was yeah. like, I could be able to share something and it just might connect. Even if I connect with one person, like I helped one person, then I did yeah. my job. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how it all started. Are you in school now, Jessica? I am doing college courses okay. online. Yep. And my and dancing, and sorry, my dancing time. Yeah, my dancing is like full time. I dance during the day. Um, normally during it, we're wrapping up our season right now. But normally during a typical week, I dance from like nine, nine thirty to like anywhere from like three thirty, four thirty. Um, so then I do online college courses and I do the business in the evenings, on the weekends, all of that. Unbelievable. So when when you say dance, just because I again, I, this yeah. is the world I live in. When you say you dance full time, what does that mean? Like, where where is that? Is that with a company that you like? Is it a is it a stage crew? Is it just help me understand that? Yeah. Um. So I'm a trainee with a professional company. Um. Well, a professional ballet company. So my primary dance style is ballet. Um. And as a trainee, I train during the day, so I take a lot of classes. Um. And then I, we rehearse for trainee performances. And then we also get the opportunity to perform with the company sometimes. Um, so it's, it's a lot of just training and classes. Um, and then those rehearsals getting to perform and it's just kind of setting me up for when I eventually break into the professional, the professional world and finally get that position. So I think a lot of people that are listening to this, including myself, understand the world of let's just say baseball. In baseball, mm -hmm. you play high school, you play college, you play, you might get drafted, you go into the minors, you make your way into the majors. From a from a dance perspective, what does yeah. that look like? Because it sounds like you're in you're in that system, but it's just dance. So yep. 
Yeah. For my audience, what does that look like from a dance perspective? Yeah, it's actually pretty similar. There's just different names to it. Okay. Um, so during like middle school, high school, normally kids are in an academy or like a home dance studio. And that's just really like classes and you're just learning. And then when you really kind of decide you want to be a professional, there's three big like um, steps that you kind of take. So the first one is trainee. Um, and that's kind of what I explained. You're still training, but you it's setting you up for that professional experience. It's putting you in the professional environment. And the second one is second company. Um, and that's really, a, those are really attached to the company. Um, so they like take all the company classes, they rehearse with the company, um, but they also do a lot of like community outreach and they have their own performances. And then the professional company is where you're in the, you're getting paid and you are um, like, you take class in the morning, you rehearse all day, you're doing crazy performances. Um, so there's like those three tiers kind of like, you know, high school, college, professional, um, but they just have different names for it in the dance world. Yeah. So in, in the dance world, major league, whatever, or the mm -hmm. NBA is the same as you said, company. Is that, am I saying right? right? Okay. So Absolutely. The professional company, company is... then, then mm -hmm. I am a dancer that, that goes nation. How does that work? Does it, do I go? And I want to get into your other yeah. business, but I think it helps us set the, absolutely no pun intended, <laughs> set the stage for yeah. your business. Um, because I think it's a, actually the more I'm learning as we're having this conversation and hopefully people are listening. Um, it's amazing that you're running a business in the meantime. So this is like yeah. me having a, just so my audience is just to, to be on the mm -hmm. same page. This is like me having a conversation with a minor league player who's mm -hmm. also trying to grow a business. Is that, am I saying that correctly, Jessica? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Just, just so again, cause I don't think a lot of people yeah. have an understanding of dance. Um, yep. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm setting the stage. The fact again, no pun intended, but I'm setting <laughs> the stage for the fact that you're, you're doing a lot. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. Um, I, acquired some really good time management skills in high school because I was doing high school and then driving and then dancing. Um, so I just, I just time management just, yeah. What a huge honor for me, honestly. I, and I mean this genuinely, and again, we're unscripted. So this is, I hate to keep making this parallel, but this is like me having a high school prodigy who, because I think a lot of my male, my audience is male dominated. So I just want them to all be on the same page as I am right now. I think if, and please correct me if I'm wrong, this is like me having a high school prodigy who um, was doing, was driving an hour to practice mm -hmm. um, during high school and then mm -hmm. got, I don't want to say, again, we're not talking about the same things, but at the end of the day, yeah. went into the minors and now they're right. in the minors and they decided to start a business while trying to achieve the major leagues. Did I just say all that? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely a good analogy for that. Yeah. Unbelievable, Jessica. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, honestly, thank you. Because I know how hard and I have to imagine. So when you say classes again, I mm -hmm. hate to make this parallel, but I hate, yeah. hate to make that. But when you say classes, that's like, private lessons practice for a yeah. baseball player. Is that fair? When you say, yeah, classes, so, what, is that, what does yeah. it look like? Let me, let me break it down for you a little awesome. bit. Um, awesome. My schedule. So on a typical schedule, we have start the day with like an hour and a half class every day. And that's a ballet class. Um, teacher comes in and you 
a ballet class is like you do the same thing every day like a practice we start with bar and we do all the different combinations we move into center we do all the different combinations we throw on our point shoes um and we're just like jumping turning all of that what you see in the ballet videos is what right. i'm doing um right. and then a lot of times we will have either point or variations so point the point shoes the shoes that allow you to stand on their your toes they're right, called point right, shoes right, right so that class is specifically for developing point technique um and then variations we just learn um different like dances i guess would be the easiest way to say it that are in productions so for example um we just finished like sleeping beauty so there are variations within sleeping beauty so we just learn them kind of not for fun but to work on artistry and technique and all of that and then we usually have like a 45 minute lunch sometime during the day and then we rehearse we rehearse oh gosh anywhere from like 45 minutes to two plus hours um what we're going to be performing right. um and then we also have modern classes and pilates classes different days of the week unbelievable so it's constant training at the end of the day so yeah. what is your um you know if if i wanted to be in game and i i i'm so sorry i hate to keep no. making a sports analogy but i'm it's again, totally I, fine i i want to make sure our audience appreciates who i have on right now because i'm yeah. i'm truly blown away of of who i have on right now as as a guest because i don't think we you know so many people we we see espn's not covering dance for example no. just for fairness espn is mm -hmm. not covering dance so i don't i'm not inundated with what that looks like that's the world right. i understand but i want to make sure i think i mean at the end of the day i'm blown away and i'm so honored that you would come on um and, and eventually i want to get to your business because that's even mm -hmm. more remarkable but let's talk about your dance so if if you are spending your entire day doing basically pilot you said plot it's all workouts all day long yeah um dancers are definitely professional athletes i think a lot of people kind of get that mixed up it's like 100%. oh you're a ballerina like okay like you dance like no we are professional athletes like we i mean we've we have to take seminars on injury prevention sometimes diet like we have to be on top of our game all the time we come home and we're rolling out and icing and Right. I mean, we have injuries and it's, it's legit. We are really putting our bodies and with dance, um, not to make like any other sports seem like less hard. Like I totally get other sports, but like dance, you're, you're contorting your body in ways that it's not supposed to go. Um, no. Your leg is not supposed to be way up above your head. 100%. And so that creates other stresses and injuries that you don't find in other places. So it's, it's very, very intense. Yeah, it's definitely like a workout from like nine until four. It's it's intense. Your feet alone. I mean, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. I mean, the only guy I know that could stand on his toes was Michael Jackson. That's probably predating <laughs> you because I don't know how old you are, but I might even ask you that question later. But but at the end of the day, Michael Jackson was the only guy I knew that could stand on his feet, and he was using penny loafers. Um, you all yeah. are standing in those little slippers. How? how yeah. Are you, and we're way off and maybe we're not off track i don't know <laughs> no no one scripted how do your feet handle because you're dancing on your toes quite a bit correct yeah yeah so um the point shoes um are they're not totally soft they're actually hard there's like it's, right. almost, it's called a box so they're hard in there um and they it's like a flat surface and it's like a hard box and then you have like a a sh it's called a shank it's like a hard piece that goes up underneath your the sole of your foot um 
And so what we do is we essentially just have toe pads. They're like a little piece of like cloth or gel, whatever you decide, put it over your toes, you stick your toes in the shoes, tie them up. And then um, it's not like you're not, it, it's not like you're just going up on your toes, like without anything on. There's definitely support. The shoes are there. They hold you up there. Um, but yeah, it takes years and years of getting used to it. I mean, when you first start point, it's <laughs> quite honestly, it's excruciating pain really is what Imagine. it is. It's, it's hard, but you get, I mean, you eventually get used to it and the pain, I still get blisters. I still get bruised toenail. It still hurts for sure, but it, I definitely have much, a much better pain tolerance for it now than I did when I started when I was 11. So I, I don't even understand that kind of pain. I don't. So, <laughs> so, and, and I, I'm sorry to get stuck on that, but now I'm absolutely oh, fascinated. Yeah. So let's just say uh, the Nutcracker runs for a week long yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. And this is the only Dan, that's just not my mm -hmm. world. Um, yeah. You run for a week long. How, that same person is probably the lead actress or dancer in that that company, as you said. Mm -hmm. um, what's her what's her situation for the entire week is or, or yeah. is it is your foot just so trained that it's good to go so actually um so val or the studio i'm at or the company i'm at does three weeks so during christmas week it's like a full week and then right. they do weekends for about three weeks um and there's actually not just one person who does like the lead roles they have different casts and usually there's like four or five casts so like you're performing multiple roles in a show. Um, so one day you might be doing the lead and then the next day you might be doing like a smaller part. And the leads usually get more off days. They get, um, they might do smaller parts in their off days because the lead parts are so intense. Um, but if you're not a lead part and you're just doing the core, you might be dancing every single day, the same part. So it really kind of depends on like what they cast you in. But yeah, it's, again, the, you get used to it. So you're definitely like trained um and like the schedule is different when you're performing you're not taking as many classes during the day you're doing more injury prevention and more rest for sure because it is so intense um not only just dancing but the adrenaline it, it takes a toll on your body mm -hmm. um but yeah so it's nutcracker run is intense for sure i keep saying intense um but yeah it's just you're kind of going 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 you're running on adrenaline essentially and it's definitely painful injuries happen mid-show um, but at the end of the day, like dancers love performing and being on stage. That's why we dance. So Nutcracker, yeah, it's super stressful, super chaotic and hurts and the toes and all of that. But at least for me, I love it. It's just like, it's what, it's why I do what I do. I just, being on stage is just like, it's, I can't even explain the feeling. It's just like, I, there, I've never experienced a level of joy that I have while being on stage. I'll put it that way. It's remarkable, uh, Jessica. We're just meeting today, and mm -hmm. do you mind if I ask your age or, or ish? What's what's your age? Um, I'm a freshman in college. Freshman yeah. in college. I am blown away by your maturity. Um, you are wise you. beyond your years. And and anybody listening to this, please needs needs to know we've never met outside of mm -hmm. LinkedIn again. So right. you have utilized a tool like LinkedIn uh, for us to make this connection. And 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 I just have to tell you, I'm blown away um by your you. maturity by your um understanding your why and that's what i really wanted to say was you clearly understand your why i mean god gifted us for each one each one of us for something and you mm -hmm. have clearly understood and are passionate about that now 
and I hate to transition unless you want to talk dance mm-hmm. more because I could talk dance all day. No, I'm I'm locked. In. <laughs> I'm seriously yeah. I'm seriously intrigued. Um, but what I really want to talk about that where you and I met is, and I I hope I say this correctly, mindful on autogeny, ontogeny, ontogeny. Yep, ontogeny. Uh, everybody knows I'm not very bright. So can you please explain what mindful ontogeny is? Yeah, um, I guess I'll start with the name because I know it's a kind of a complicated name and I always get asked like, why that name? Um, so ontogeny basically means like development from um, young years to maturity. And so mindful ontogeny, like conscious mindful development, that's really, it just kind of encompasses what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so the we offer personal development and mindset coaching um, for individuals and then for also like athletic teams organizations that kind of thing um and that is really the individual coaching is really just like we just talk with the person we're like what what's going on with you like what are you feeling what are you struggling with what are you succeeding at um and then we i'm able to kind of just like take what they say to me and be like okay like here's what i want you to know and i just kind of like teach not even teach but just like share what i've been taught what i've learned through personal development these ideas of like self-image and confidence and identity and just like all of those things that are just so so important to success and the same thing goes with um the like team coaching um i have created a um, a program for athletic teams it's like seven weeks and then you can add on different weeks um and we just we go through it there's a week about like confidence there's a week about goal setting there's a week about visualization like all those things that are like so important to success that we don't realize have such a big impact on success and happiness and goal achievement and all of that. Um, and then motivational speaking, I really talk about just my dance journey. Um, you know, I highlight different points in my career. Maybe we can touch on a few of them later where I experienced big failure, big, big failure, um, and how I kind of overcame that. And I'm the first to admit I did not have a great mindset from probably like sophomore year of high school until the end of quarantine until like august um i did not really believe fully in myself i was really hard on my it was and that's why i started this because i went through all that self-doubt and thinking i'm never gonna make it i'm not a good dancer and i don't want people to go through that i don't want anyone to have to go through that like negativity and that self-doubt and not believing in yourself and so if i can just like keep someone from experiencing all that pain then that just like fills my heart so much. Um, so yeah, the motivational speaking, I highlight like failures, successes, um, what I just what I've done to get where I am now, because it's all mindset. Dance is a it's a physical thing, but I would argue it's more of a mind thing for sure. Um, and then the academic tutoring is really just like helping with coursework, helping with homework, but then also incorporating that mindset and just really like helping the student believe in themselves. Cause the main thing I've seen is like kids these days don't believe in themselves they're and they they're constantly told not to almost like you're not good enough you know why don't you have straight a's you're never going to get into a good college this way this and this and this and it's like no you know there's that famous quote by albert einstein he said if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it's going to spend its whole life thinking it's stupid Mm. um and i just think that's like so applicable like you you might not be destined to be an ivy league student but there's something greater for you. God has a greater purpose for all of us and we have to find it. We have to mm-hmm. find it. And I just want to help people like have that belief in themselves and that mindset where they can find it and they can go and reach that success. Cause 
we all have these like insanely abundant reservoirs of potential within all of us. It's, it's literally limitless and we don't realize it. It's really hard to comprehend like just the extent that humans can succeed. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to help people like develop the mindset and just like get them to that happiness and where they can just be like, yes, like this is my life. I'm here. I'm happy. I'm doing what I was supposed to do. Like, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm half of a hundred. Um, so, and I, I think I just found out within the last year, uh, my sweet spot in life and, mm -hmm. and based on what other people are telling me. Um, and again, I don't believe in myself a lot. Uh, if I'm just real, real transparent, I don't believe in myself a lot. So for, for people to say, I, and I hear it a lot now. And so I'm like, okay, well, there must be something to that. Cause that's what I've always told people is, um, I had a cup of coffee in ministry and, you know, everybody's always searching for their why, you know, why to, you know, and, and what God made them for. And it's like, well, it's honestly not that hard. It's what's that thing that you do, you know, whether it's brakes on a car and somebody says, man, how did you do that? Well, I mean, if that seems really easy to you, start there, you know, yeah. if it's singing yeah. and somebody's like, well, you have a beautiful voice and singing just seems easy to you start there. Because mm -hmm. I, I honestly, I, I think we we try to complicate it and think God has this huge yeah. plan for us when the reality is it's not that hard. And yeah. we just need to really just tune into what other people tell us. So like yeah. I said, I'm half of a hundred and and it took me a really long time, but I, I think I found my place. I know I found mm -hmm. my place where I'm really happy. And it sounds like yeah. much earlier in life, you found that sweet spot in your life. I was so blessed. I found it really early. And like I said, I didn't know that I wanted to do this like when mm -hmm. I was three years old. Mm -hmm. um, it took me until I was about in like fourth grade. So I was like 10. But even like that's so early to find what you truly want to do. And I just I'm so blessed that I found it that early. Yeah. Well, you're clearly wise beyond your years. You speak your 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 professionalism for for your age i have to tell you and now i'm just like a dad but honestly your professionalism <laughs> for your age is is really remarkable i have to i have okay. to be true and your your um again i go back to linkedin again and this isn't a promo for linkedin but um, your ability <laughs> to understand a platform that's available to you and use it uh is how you and i met and i think you probably mm -hmm. made a lot of other connections as well so um what I have to imagine last year was tough in two ways, but it sounds like because of that, again, this is why I think, I think I, I'm just so impressed with you because I think the last year had to be tough from your day job, which is dance because everything was shut down. So there was no performance. I, I'm guessing no. you'll have to fill in the yeah. blanks, but yeah, um, I'll definitely. And, and from that, that you, you, from that, you developed a business. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So um, what happened for me, March last year, um, the company shut down and I went back home um, thinking it was only going to be three weeks. And I ended up being there for, I mean, what, like four months, didn't right. bring any summer clothes with me, um, oh, no. but <laughs> yeah, that was fun. But, um, but yeah, it was really hard. I was taking Zoom ballet classes in my living room and to set the scene, um, the, my living room's like hardwood floor with like a carpet, like a rug in the middle. And I didn't have a bar really. So I held on to the banister of my stairwell, tiny little space um, and did ballet. And then I would move to a different place, like right in front of our bay windows and do center. And I'd kick the lamp or I'd, I mean, it was just, I couldn't turn the, the wood floor shredded my ballet shoes. And then for point, I would have to go downstairs on my carpet where we had um, a funny story, the gap at our mall 
went out of business and they were selling the clothing racks. And my dad was like, oh, like this kind of looks like a ballet bar. I'll buy it for you. So we had this $20 clothing rack from Gap that the one side lifted up and down. And I would hold on to that on my carpeted floor in my point shoes, trying to do point, trying to, oh, it was so hard. Mm -hmm. um, and not even that, but just like keeping up the motivation to do Zoom classes because we didn't see an end in sight. We had no idea when there would be a performance or when we would get back in the studio. And to dance in such a limited space, I mean, dance is supposed to be like free and enjoyable and you're confined. And it was so hard to keep up the motivation to keep going. Um, yeah, and then I actually did not perform for a year and a half. We just finished yesterday filming our first, per we didn't get to do a live audience this year, but we did get to film our performance. Um, and before that, my last performance had been Nutcracker last year. So it was literally a year and a half. I hadn't been on stage, wow. which was really hard. Cause mm -hmm. that for me is like why I dance. And Absolutely. so it was just, it became a year of just like, you just got to get through it. Like just push through, just do the it, work on improving, just improve as a dancer, get your technique back that you lost during quarantine. All, all dancers lost it. And just, it was, yeah, that was really challenging, but during quarantine, um, so my parents actually have been into personal development. Um, so like, even though I ne didn't necessarily like dive in until about a year ago, they have been in it. And so my upbringing kind of incorporated some of it without me really realizing it. Um, but during quarantine, my dad uh, found Tony Robbins personal power audio tapes on YouTube. And he was mm -hmm. like, I'm going to do this. It's 30 days. I'm going to do it. You should do it too. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And I did it. And um, like I did it and I was taking the notes and doing the activities, but I wasn't, my heart wasn't fully in it at the time because I was still kind of in that mindset. Like, I don't know, I was just kind of thinking like a teenager and like, oh, like, I don't know. I just didn't have the best mindset that I could have. Um, but then what happened was during the summer, um, a lot of things happened in my life, you know, quarantine was going on. And then my high school graduation, some stuff happened with that um beyond just like I didn't graduate there was other things that happened and just other things and I just kind of had a moment where I was like I am letting external events and people completely dictate my internal world I felt so conflicted inside and all of a sudden I stopped and I was like I am giving my mental energy to people and things that don't deserve it I'm wasting that and not that I ever like stopped going for my goals I was always like executing I'm I've always been very driven so I was always doing what I needed to get to my goals but I was like I am not living up to my fullest potential right now mentally. Like my mind isn't there and I can do so much better. And I got really angry with myself. I was like, why aren't you doing what you should be doing? And there was a, there was a night I was on a, the phone with a friend and I just had a moment and I was like, I'm done. Like I refuse to let external events control me like this anymore. I was like, I am just, I'm done. I, no one is going to take my energy away from my goals that way anymore. That's what's important to me. That's what I'm going to put pour everything into. And I, um, got off the phone with my friend and I just sat on my bed and I wrote in my notebook, I wrote, I ended up writing four paragraphs of affirmations and then all of my goals. I, it took me like an hour. I wrote and wrote and wrote. And then I got up, I looked at myself in the mirror in the bathroom and I said, I reread it to myself and looked myself in the eyes. And I was like, almost crying. I was like yelling at myself silently because the whole house was asleep. And I was like <laughs> right. yelling these things to myself. And then I went to bed, I woke up the next morning and I did it again. I started doing it morning and night. Um, and that was like the turning point for me where I was like, enough's enough. Like I, I'm going to fix my mindset. I'm going to get rid of the self-doubt. I'm going to not let these things affect me so much. Like I want, I have to be in control. 
And I am not going to let anything get in the way of me succeeding at the highest possible possibility that I can. Nothing's going to stop. Nothing. And it was my own mindset that was holding me back. And I was like, well, I'm going to fix it. So then, yeah, I just, that was the moment when I jumped into personal development. I started reading everything. I went to like all the free seminars, all the free workshops. Um, yeah. And it's been like, it honestly changed my life. Like, I feel like self development, like personal development gets this like weird rap almost like, oh, like that's kind of like voodoo. Like, mm. no, it's actually when you really look into it and read it, it's just like, it's just about, you're really just learning about like values and just like, it's just, it's really hard to explain. But when you start to learn the principles, you, for me, at least I've just been overcome with like gratitude and just like, I love life. Like, mm. it's just, I'm so happy that I'm here and I'm doing what I love. And, and that's why I wanted to be able to share it. Cause I was like, especially during COVID, I mean, it was, everything was so hard right. for people. And right. it took me the entire quarantine of like really being, you know, it was really hard. And then finally I, I was like, enough's enough that no, I'm done. And so I was like, you know what? Everyone's going through it right now. Like we need this more than ever, more Absolutely. than ever. 100%. Yeah. No, no doubt. And I was just thinking as you were talking again, I think you're wise beyond your years and you may not even realize how wise you may, you, you may be. Uh, and that's a compliment um, because <laughs> I think you. you're jumping right into a stream that, um, you know, and I've mentioned this on multiple podcasts, but um, I have three children as, as, mm -hmm. as you probably know. Um, my biggest concern throughout the entire COVID thing was honestly not even getting COVID, which maybe I should have been more worried about. But um, my biggest concern was the mental wellness of all three of my children. I have a pitcher. I have a track athlete. I have a swimmer. Um, I have three children. Besides their athletic accomplishments, I have three yeah. children. And so my I'm, I'm useless to them in terms of the athleticism, but I am I, I try to be their mind coach. You know, mm -hmm. like if, if you had a bad outing as a pitcher, hey, it's OK. You know, if you had if, if we're getting ready to run your first you know, track meet, whatever it is, that's where I've always tried to find my fill or, or my yeah. space with them is is in the is in the, the mind. I can't really mm -hmm. help them hold on my athleticism. But <laughs> um, but, you know, it, but I think my concern has been that was taken away. And so how yeah. do you replace that? What do you replace that with? I mean, myself included, I think the average weight gain during COVID was 20 to 40 pounds, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I think we all replaced what was missing with something else. And you, yeah. you're, you're jumping into a space where, um, you know, yes. And I, and again, all respect to those who have had COVID and have issues and we don't even know what long-term the effects are. Right. Yeah. But but I think we do know the fact that a lot of people are struggling mental health wise. And, and what I love about the fact where we are in the world, I'm sorry to go on a little bit of a, a, no, a yeah. thing, but um, I, I think where I love where we are in the world is that we're finally acknowledging that we have mental health issues and people are okay yeah. to not be okay. Where, you know, when we were, when I was in high school, again, I'm probably twice your age. Uh, when I was in high school, you didn't talk about it. There was, there wasn't, there wasn't the okay to go to the doctor and talk about it. There wasn't the okay mm -hmm. to come out and say, I'm not okay. You know, you just got either yeah. bullied or you fought your way through it. And I think, and, and, you know, and I don't know who listens to this and what their thoughts on that are, but I do like the, that we are at a place in society where people can at least admit I'm not okay. And mm -hmm. so to have resources like yourself, sorry to go a really long way to get there, but oh, yeah. um, 
my point was i think you're getting into this space and you if anyone's watching this they see your glow if anyone's listening they probably hear the glow that you have and the joy that you have and the fact that you love your life and there's mm -hmm. so many people that don't love life like they were just existing yeah. uh during covid we didn't even know what day it was anymore literally you yeah. just got up and you just did it again whatever the next thing was yeah. and so we're all kind of getting back to life again and and i think mm -hmm. we all need a little bit of a um uh, a a buoy or a sail or something to yeah. say okay here here you go here's a little bit of help let's get back to who we were and what we were so that was a really long winded response but i think you're getting in right at the right time and i love your energy and the the glow mm -hmm. that you have and the excitement you have to help others um because it yeah. sounds like you were able to kind of navigate your way through that yeah and um i have to be like totally transparent it was not like i've never done personal development, like all of this, anything I've done in my life, I've mm -hmm. never really done it without my parents, my parents, like they've done personal development, they are, I can't even begin to explain the impact that they've had on my life. Um, like, just not even just like with dance, the support and the sacrifices, but even just like, the, the mindset, like my, my dad really, oh my gosh, with the mindset he, and he was the one who kind of told me he was like, look, like you, your mindset right now, you're not going to, you're going to be the one who holds you back. Like you're not going to be successful because you don't believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And he would tell me like everyone around you believes in you. Like, why don't you believe in yourself? Um, but I'll never forget when I was a little girl. I mean, he, we have these little, like, they're not like inside jokes, but they're these little inside things. Um, and there's one thing that he always told me, he was like, you are a rock. You are La Mahina, which is um, Spanish for the machine. <laughs> um, and he was like, you can do anything you you set your mind to he one time i remember him like just holding my head and just looking me in the eyes and be like you can do anything you set your mind to i was probably like five mm -hmm. and i was just like yeah like i can um and i lost that for a little bit and mm -hmm. I, finally i i got it back um but there's always one thing that we do um he when i was really young he was like do your best and forget the rest do your best and forget the rest he mm -hmm. like ingrained mm -hmm. that in my mind and then whenever i went into like a big performance or anything or if i was struggling meant anything um he would just say do your best and i would just be like forget the rest and that's our thing mm. um so i love yeah it. he like i he honestly inspires me mm -hmm. to do all this personal development and just like be a better person because of what he's offered me in that respect yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that you, you, and I don't know if it was your parents, because again, you and I don't know each other well, but someone has raised you well. And, I, and clearly it's your, it's your parents. Um, yeah, my and parents. You're, you're right. Your, your dad's right. My mom used to say the same thing. I remember I would get frustrated with things and she would always say, well, take what you think applies and throw the mm -hmm. rest away. You know, the, the, our, our parents give us these little nuggets that, that I'm yeah. telling you, and, and you'll see this in life, the rest of your life, they will, um, they will just continue to grow and you'll find yourself going back to those moments my mom used to always say all the time take what you think applies and throw the rest away and yeah. it's so simple you know it's so simple yeah. but it's proven over and over and over again to be very powerful in my life um and, and, yeah. I, and i always need to reach back to that so um shout out to your mom and dad because they've done a great job raising yes they really yeah have. they'll they'll listen to this so thank you mom and Absolutely. dad so much <laughs> thank i've you. never met him i hope to meet him someday and, and shake yeah. his hand and tell him he's raised he's raised an amazing child so um all right um what are the ways that this audience can help you can help me um well definitely um follow my in my business's instagram it's just at mindful ontogeny i'll spell it quick m-i-n-d 
F-U-L-O-N-T-O-G-E-N-Y. So it's just at Mindful Ontogeny, all one word. Um, you can definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. Just um, in the little message, say like, hey, I heard your unscripted podcast. That way I know where you're coming from. So I'll make sure to connect with you then. Um, yeah, it's just Jessica Schmidt. It should say like owner of Mindful Ontogeny on there. Um, you can visit my website, www.mindfulontogeny.com. Um, and that's going to, there's a little bio about me on there. Um, talks a little bit about what the business does. Um, and you can fill out, there's several forms. Um, if you are interested in any of the coaching, any of the speaking, any of it, there's different forms that you could fill out and just, um, it kind of asks you like a little bit about your mindset, a little bit about who you are, how we can contact you. And, and then we can, we can talk if you want. And also if anyone just like needs someone to talk to, like, you're like, Hey, like, I don't believe myself, or this has been really hard for me, or I'm facing this. I lost my job, whatever, like DM me, message me on LinkedIn. Like I, I just want to help people. So like, just reach out and I'll definitely have a conversation with you and just maybe we can work through something and at least help you find the blessing in it. Because really that's something I've learned in my dance career. Like every failure is just a blessing in disguise. It really yeah. is. Mm -hmm. God's just guiding us. Um, mm -hmm. I, I always tell the story of my very first summer intensive audition rejection. My very first audition ever, I was rejected. And at the time it was devastating. It was so devastating. It was my first real failure. And I look back and um, if I didn't get rejected from that company, I probably wouldn't be in the company I'm at now. And so God wasn't telling me like, you're not a good dancer. God was telling me, that's just not the right place for you at the moment. I want you here. Um, so wow. yeah, that's just a little, a little nugget for anyone. Like if you're facing a failure, it's a blessing, just power through. Cause you're going to look back in a year or five or whenever you're going to be like, thank God that I had that failure because right. look where I am now. For sure. Well, Jessica, I don't know how many people we're going to bless with this. I, I guarantee we're going to bless somebody. I guarantee it. Um, and if not, I can tell you, you've blessed me. Um, I, I literally mm -hmm. had no idea what we were going to talk about today because we've just met on LinkedIn, you know, with just yeah. some, some likes and shares and, and comments. Um, you you have absolutely blessed me today. I know you'll bless my wife too, who's probably going to listen to this when she's out walking and running. Um, and so I guarantee you'll bless her as well. And um, so thank you, thank you for your joy, because honestly, we're 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 getting into a place where we're kind of coming back into the world is healing again. Yeah. We all don't know where to start, and so it's. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of us are coming out with the joy. I know we're excited to get back to life. Mm -hmm. I just went to the gas station; nobody had a mask yeah. on. Awesome. But I yeah. don't think we're all coming out of it happy. We're all just coming out of it glad that we don't have to wear a mask, you know, and, mm -hmm. and now I'm on another rant. But I think oh, yeah. I think for us to I don't know if a lot of people found their purpose during COVID mm -hmm. and, and the shutdowns and all the other stuff that we've gone through. We probably just existed. And so mm -hmm. um, I'm really thankful that someone like yourself is it has that joy because we need someone up front with a bright light that's taking us back into the the sunlight so to speak and yeah I don't know if that even makes sense but no um, yeah it does i'm so thankful for our time today i really mean that yeah. genuinely i'm thankful for our time um I, i'll have in case anybody's driving down the road and listening i'll have all these links um in the various places that i put them mm -hmm. so you can find them as well but please reach yeah. out to reach out to jessica support her because um, first of all you're wise beyond your years you're a freshman in college Thank for you. goodness sake that's unbelievable to me um, to have so much sense and purpose and joy and um, just your parents have done an amazing job and you've done an amazing job. 
Um, you. you know what I mean? Cause not every, I mean, we, there's a lot of great parents out there, but not, not all children choose the path that you have chosen. And so mm-hmm. um, shout out to your parents, shout out to you. I I'm just a fan. I, if there's any <laughs> resource that I can have is, is unscripted, please let me know. You have a forever friend now uh, and we'll connect Thank offline you. with some other, you know, phone numbers and things like yeah. that, because um, I'm a phone call away from any resource I can give you because I, I really believe Thank in you. everything you're doing. I really do. Thank you. And likewise, if there's anything I can ever do to help you with your podcast or anything, Thank you. just send me a call. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we'll connect offline and, and um, gosh, thank you. Um, all right. Last thing, last time, let's run through it one more time. Best way to get a hold of you. So if I'm driving down the road right now, what's the easiest way for me to get a hold of Jessica? Because I'm interested in something that you've discussed. Yeah, I would say either DM my business on Instagram um, at Mindful Ontology or connect with me on LinkedIn and in the message say, I heard your podcast and then maybe a little description about why you want to connect or just even I heard your podcast and I'll make sure to connect with you and then you can just message me. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Awesome. Well, you're a blessing. What's next for you? you? What's the next thing on your radar? So, um, actually, you told, am, hang on. I might have just jumped the shark because you told me I can't, oh, we yeah. can't talk about it, right? Well, well I'll just say, anyway, <laughs> welcome to I'll just say, <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, I have some exciting dance things coming up. I can't go into too much detail right now. Go. Gotta okay. make sure everything's like fully secure, but I have some really exciting steps in my dance career coming up. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's my next step. But, but right now, I'm ending my season i'm gonna see my family soon and yeah just have a great summer there you go well enjoy your summer you've got a friend in me forever uh if you need anything you know where to contact me and we will will, uh, exchange some things offline please anyone Mm -hmm. listening to this reach out to jessica if nothing else please reach out and support and encourage because she's uh she's wise beyond her years and tell your mom and dad i personally said thank you for raising a great okay i will yeah they will appreciate that awesome (laughs) We will be in touch. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. This has been the latest episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll be back with another great guest soon. We'll see you next time.